Lesbian speaking. Lesbian speaking. Lesbian speaking. Lesbian speaking. Lesbian and she's speaking. Lesbian speaking may contain adult content and is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Have you tried Tuckins? Uh, I know what you're thinking, Tuckins. No, these are s'mores on a stick. That's right. It's already on a stick. The marshmallow is on the outside. The good stuff is on the inside. Not only is it s'mores, but they have different flavors. You hear that they have peanut butter. They have cookies and cream. So good. Forget all the mess. Forget all the work. It comes right on the stick. Stick it over the fire. Toast it up and stick it right in your mouth. Go to Tuckins.com. I will have the link in this episode's description. If you use discount code Lehizeks, L-E-H-E-Y-E-Z-I-K-S, you will get 20% off your order. You need to try these. These are the perfect thing to take in the backyard, perfect thing to go camping. So yummy, so delicious, and so easy. Get your Tuckins today. On today's episode of Lesbian Speaking, we have a special guest, Sue Kessler. Sue is an actor, a producer, a writer. She has a production company called New Win Productions, as well as a special series coming out on YouTube soon. She is also on TikTok as Sue underscore Kessler. So be sure to check her out if you're on there. You should be on TikTok because I'm on there too, Lesbian Speaking. Anyways, off to the program. Sue, thank you for being on Lesbian Speaking. I appreciate you taking the time out. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited as well. I, You are one of those guests that I'm like, you have this creative mind and talent that you dabble in these different things. And I'm like, so excited to have this chat with you today. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, pick yeah. away, friend. Pick away. Pick away. <laughs> pick away. You, so we were speaking before uh, we set this up. And you primarily work in short films, is that correct? Um, actually, no, I, I primarily work in commercial. Um, commercial, okay. Yeah, so like commercial work, industrial stuff is like my moneymaker. It's like what I do for a daily job. Right. Um, short films are more of a passion project, but I do have monetized YouTube channel and things like that. So it is a, a another outlet or yeah, right. thing that I do. Yeah. Yes. So the, the difference between the commercial and the short films, I mean, we know that the commercials bring in the money and they're probably a little more tailored to not what you want to do, to what the client wants. But do you still feel that you get to put your own signature on it? Yeah, I um. So I'm a, I'm a producer for some like Amazon product placement stuff, which is super boring. You know, it's yes. like when you click on an item, you see like the video of the person playing with the item and that's like yeah. you do that. But I also work for a company like, um, where I'll get to write the script for a host that, um, and we, I set it up like a short film. So, you know, when you, if you were to get a job or try to get a job at a place like Valvoline or Lowe's, uh, you have to take a kind of a test that they uh-huh. say, hi, well, hi, my name is Sue. And thanks so much for, for wanting to apply to Lowe's, you know, yeah. and then you have to take a, they call, they're called situational judgment tests. Yes. And it's like a customer comes up and is very angry because they were rung up twice for the same item. Mm-hmm. What do you do? So I create this world in which the host is guiding the guests through those um, through those videos, which is right. super fun because I uh, those are awesome. I direct them 
I'll cast the actors. I write this, I set up this cool shot where it's either work from home or Valvoline or, you know, like at Peloton and things like that. So those are, mm-hmm. those are the fun, those are the fun ones that I get that short. They are literally, they're short films that I create that yes. guides these, these people through. So yeah, I guess you would say that that's like my main, my main thing, my main favorite thing to do. So that would be fun. You could definitely put a creative stamp on that, creating those scenarios with the customers. And yeah, I've been through many of those. I mean, like any, <laughs> When any good old American, I've had to apply for a lot of jobs, and you go through a lot in those videos. Yeah. So yep. when you have somebody who actually puts a creative stamp on it, you really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it's fun. You know, the last one I did was like, I had uh, the guys going through the woods because the company wanted the work life balance to be shown. So we went to the woods and went on a hike, and then I had the guys play basketball and just, you know, I had a bunch of friends cast. So it looked like they were having a barbecue in the backyard. And it was just. Right fun it made it made you want to like hire, get hired by this company right. you know so yes. it was fun yeah so, so now you say you had friends cast yeah like that like that one. host that host um had friends like oh, I got okay. to cast the friends of the host but I actually also I was in the video I like put myself in as one of the angry customers because yeah. that's fun and yeah. then my hair and makeup she just has this awesome look I was like you're gonna play one of the friends by the way you're gonna be on camera so she's like, okay. She's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like that's so are you, are you like uh, Quentin Tarantino where you like to put a little snippet of yourself in there somewhere? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Like all of my, like all of my films that I'm not in, like Big City, Small World, I'm, uh, there's a cameo of me in there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. See, that makes me want to go watch them all just to see that little snippet where, where you're <laughs> Yeah, there. be like, where is she? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So these short films yeah. that you do... Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're typically what, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, anywhere from, you know, a short, 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 it's like eight to 10 minutes to, I mean, my first film misadventures of being single was kind of written like a pilot to a series and that's yeah. 25 minutes long. That's a 25 minute, um, short film, right. um, currently filming a web series. So it's eight episodes and they're about six to eight minutes per episode. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So that, I mean, the, I think the finale is a little longer. The finale is probably like 10 minutes. How yeah. long does it take to shoot something like that? So I shouldn't say I, shoot, to shoot, edit, to film. do the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So filming, um, I would say like, it depends. I could get a six to eight page script on in a day. If I have, I don't have to jump locations. Um, but certain films, um, are multiple locations. So that's multiple days. Um, right. I've, a, I've actually, you know, sometimes if it's a shorter aspect, it might take, you know, two days, two days for a film like that. Mm-hmm. The missed, um, baggage claimed the web series is taking a very long time because some of it is filmed in Brooklyn. Some oh, of it yeah. is filmed in Manhattan and some of it is filmed in Connecticut in okay. different locations with different actors. So that, and also, um, dealing with health and, and restrictions. And there's a lot of cast. I have a, I have a, a pretty hefty amount of people in it. Mm-hmm. So trying to orchestrate them getting together to where yes. I've done, I've done like one scene of one episode in a day because I can only get, you know, and the way yeah, it's written also together. is like, yeah. And it's also written in the way that there's multiple actions going on. There's like three stories that kind of intertwine and go through the whole journey so each of those are in different locations so i will 
if I have those three characters, I will film their scenes that show up throughout the the, episode, the web, the series. So I will get like scene two of episode three done and scene five of episode, um, or yeah, scene five of episode six. And, you yeah. know, so I just, and then I get that all done in a day. And then editing is, it's like a day, de- it's like, it's a, it's such a crazy circular process because you can get it all edited, but then you kind of have to sit down and sit back for a second to then come back and look at it. Cause mm-hmm. I'm a really big believer in the beats and the timing. Yes. So one, one frame too much, you lose the whole mm-hmm. feeling that needs to be project, you know, projected. So, uh, typically it takes like three days per episode to, okay. to edit, you know, longevity wise, you know, like not full eight hour days, but one solid 10 hour day of putting the clips together. And then you have to add Foley, which is all the noise. So like if someone knocks on the door or if someone's walking down the hallway, you got to get all that. You want, it's an outdoor scene and you want to add birds chirping just Mm. to give it this more atmosphere, you know, and then music and such like that. So fixing audio. You do Mm. the sounds sound effects yourself as well? Yeah. I mean, it's stock. There's like stock images, you know, like stock things that I, I can get. So, um, sometimes I do the, them on my own. Like I have mm-hmm. a zoom recorder and I'll go into the woods and I have some really great, um, nature sounds and things yeah. like that, that I can pull from. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or if, if say we're in the subway and I want to get the sound of the tracks, I'll literally take the microphone, shove it into the tracks yeah. and get like, Get you can sound. go there and do that. I would have to like get on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. We don't take a subway anywhere here. <laughs> yeah. I bet. I bet. I bet. Yeah. So, so your, um, the series, you have how many seasons out on that series? This series is, it's new. It's not even out yet. Um, it's not even out so yet. Is, okay. No, this is, this is, this is season one. Okay. Um, I've had, I, you know, the, the intention is to get season one done It wanted to be launched for pride month, which is my thing, but mm-hmm. COVID and mo- I had one actor had mono. I had COVID, right. um, just, I had to cast another, I had, I had to replace an actor. Mm. So it's just, yeah, it's not going to be done for pride, but it'll be done. It'll get yeah. done. Well, so. we, uh, a lot of States are having October pride now as well too. So mm-hmm. you can launch it awesome. for October pride. Yeah, that would be Not great. Not to tell you what to do, but that's a thought. No, that's, that's no, please tell me. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. to hear that. I was on a live and everybody was talking about that either they're doing duplicate prides because, you know, we missed out on them or they're just yeah. holding off because they don't want to be a part of everybody else doing it. So it makes, it, makes it nice for a late launch. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. know Northampton, Massachusetts, which is a very super... It's super gay town. They do mm-hmm. their pride in May. They like launch it out before, right? Um, before the month they get it. They're like, we're going to sneak it in before the everybody else. So mm, yeah, 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 that's nice. So, nice. so that with that coming out, and mm-hmm. hopefully you'll have plans to do seasons down the road. Yeah. Does that depend on what what kind of a viewership you get on the YouTube? Yeah, um, I like all of my. I was able to upgrade all of my gear um, mm-hmm. and get really high quality stuff um, and be able to pay actors through, you know, my monetization on YouTube. So like, I don't, I don't take it as profit. I take it as mm-hmm. moving it forward into more projects. Um, so the more viewership I get, obviously the more, um, all of that will then, that monet that money will go to being 
to kind of produce the the next season. Um, I have had it read by some pretty prominent producers and they, they really love it. And so nice. I might, I might, my intention might be to create a treatment and write longer episodes and, you know, go from there. Maybe, maybe have some, look for some named talent to kind of yes. integrate, which, you know, to just make it a bigger process and project. Um, it's, I like to write really relatable content. Yeah. This is a very drama. This is a very dramatic, lots of turmoil. I think I'm, I think I was going through a lot of turmoil in my own life. So project <laughs> as an artist, I was like, I need to put, I need an outlet somewhere. Yeah. So I mean, to me, yeah. that sounds very relatable. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the, the, the breaking up and the cheating and the, and the, yep. you know, like being, being catfished and duped and just, you know, falling yep. for the wrong people and moving too fast. You know, women, we move too fast from one, one out of one relationship into another kind of thing. Right. So, yes. you know, it's all of those touches upon all of that. And, uh-huh. um, and it's not just lesbian. It's, um, there's two lesbian stories and a queer and a, and a gay man story. So it's, mm-hmm. and then the next season I'd like to kind of integrate a lot more of our community, you know, there, those voices into that as well. Yes. You know, yeah. That would be bicep- great. I think that's where a lot of feedback came specifically when speaking about the L word, uh, where they were saying they still didn't have enough visibility towards all of the community. Mm. Is, I mean, we know it's the L word, it's the lesbian word, right? Um, yeah. However, they were trying to, to bring in those facets, but it just wasn't coming in together with those characters. So it would be great to have a show that could absolutely bring everybody in the fold. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's like two of my characters are bisexual in the, in my series. And I think season two is going to bring a lot of, um, a lot of visibility to that. And like the, you know, what does it mean? Whether it be pansexual or bisexual or just, you know, having the understanding of, you know, what those people go through when they're, when, when they're looking for relationships and lovers and things like that. And how sometimes, sometimes it's just looked upon differently from, even our, in our, within our own community, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a lot. I like, I like to think broader. I like to make it, I like to make content where you watch it and you're like, Oh uh, yeah, I, yeah. that makes sense. Like I, I, that happened to me or wow. I had that conversation the other day or, Oh, I've done that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Cause sometimes I feel it's just fanciful. Sometimes it's just fanciful to like gratuitous just to mm-hmm. be gratuitous. And then you just almost like lose interest because there's no connection. Right. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, For episode ideas or to be a guest on the podcast, please send an email to lesbianspeaking at gmail.com. To support this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash lesbian speaking. For $3 a month, you get a shout out. And for $5 a month, you get a shout out as well as access to an interactive chat with myself and other listeners. To place an ad on this podcast, please email lesbianspeaking at gmail.com. Lesbian Speaking can also be found on Instagram, so be sure to go and give a follow. Now, what was the series called again? Baggage Claimed. Baggage Claim. Claimed. YouTube. Yeah, baggage. it's claimed. Like, like I have baggage, oh, baggage claimed. claiming it. Yeah. Oh, I got your baggage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Baggage. I want to make sure everybody hears this over and over again so they can go out. Baggage claimed. And they can watch it because, yeah, we need to get that viewership out there to keep it rolling for you. That'd be awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. It would be nice. It's it's nice to see, uh, 
you know, something start from a small project and, and grow and grow and grow and grow. And I'm hoping that you'll, you know, be able to get that. Yeah. And to have yeah. someone who has um, a, a foot in all of these different facets of creating video and audio and such, and to be able to take that talent and bring it over. So, mm. yeah. 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 And, you know, I'm learning. I'm even learning more about my writing, about um, stories and about, you know, telling those stories. Um, I try to, you know, break out of some norms and they help me. I have a short film that's I'm creating into a feature film. So hopefully nice. that'll get, you know, coming in the fall, I'd like to, you know, start to film that as a pitch for production to hopefully get another full feature. Cause I think that's another thing that we need, we need in our community is, you know, more yes. long term, long content you yes. know, that, that with representation and just showing how it's just, there's not, there's nothing really different about it. It's just, it's love and right. relationships and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. We, you and I were speaking about that before as well, where you're stating you want characters to be the people that they are. Right. So the people who are playing the yes. character are playing their type. Yeah. <laughs> for, for lack yeah. of a better word. And that's something that I have a problem with watching lesbian films specifically is you'll see where there is a woman who is playing this character, like, a butch lesbian who's clearly not a butch woman. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, that's hard to find someone to cast someone like that, to get someone yes. that's in that. Um, and so it's, you know, and it's also, it, I find it interesting because sometimes actors who are queer don't want to play there's either I really want to play that character, like that makes sense. This is my this is my thing, or they don't want to because it's an be outing. It, they want to be typecast. It's an outing. It's 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 a it's a it's an interesting play. But I ultimately right. you know try to find people that I that vibe with what I want to represent on screen. Right. So so far so good. Nice. So far so good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I always say that I want to try to get into, and this is where. Um, I've spoken about this on, on TikTok before, even as I would try to get into acting, but anything that I do here locally, I have to play this girly girly, wearing a dress, doing singing. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So there's not really things that I can act in. So I just, yeah. oh, I won't do it. I'll do TikToks. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, yeah. no, definitely. Well, we talked about too. I'm like, well, season two. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. you in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. down for that. And I think there's a lot of uh, lesbians, um, mask lesbians, butch lesbians, who probably feel the exact same way I do, is I don't mm -hmm. want to go in and be something that I'm not. I want to go in and portray something that should be portrayed in TV and film, you know, which is a true mask lesbian. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, instead of it being a character. Like, I've played characters you know, um, it just, it just reads and so much truer to have like it being represented by who is actually being represented. Yeah. So, so with, with that, what, what is your advice for someone who is wanting to start to get into films, short films, Do you Great. Have ground zero, yeah. right? Somebody sitting at home, they have nothing. They have nothing. My, my biggest thing is that training is very important. Like even if you have talent, you still need training um, because there's nuancey things that are really necessary to know in order to 
make your journey more successful and not drive your director crazy. Cause I right. had that, I had an actor the other day that I was just like, clearly he was not trained. I call them okie doke ears, which are like, I'll give a direction and directors as my job as a director is not to tell you exactly what I want, but to guide you through your performance to give me what I want and what I want to see genuinely from your standpoint. Right. And if you don't, and okie dokie are the ones that are like, Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, great. And then they do the same thing over again, instead of changing and shifting, you know, making choices. Um, so training kind of helps you to be able to process and on your feet on the fly, do that. So one, I would say get training and two, I would look to universities that have film programs because every spring and or fall, um, they need actors to, you know, if you want to do, some people want to do stage, I would say, go, you know, go check out your local community theater. But if you wanted to do film and TV and get some more experience behind the camera, um, I would, I would look on the university's websites or look at cast local casting calls. Like I know backstage is a big one that we use out here, actors access, um, here in New York. Um, so that, They'll be like Wesleyan University or Tisch in New York, you know, NYU Tisch mm-hmm. is looking for a, you know, 40 year old woman to look long haired to play a mom. And so like you, I would go and that's how I, I started actually doing a lot of that. Oh, I have God. awful, awful, like one was awful. It's so, but I can look back and be like, oh, that was awful. But it was, <laughs> it was, you know, experience behind the camera because it's not easy. It's long days. Like, I, I think I did a TikTok about I'd rather do my 12 hour day and love what I do than mm-hmm. be behind a, you know, be behind a desk to it in a soul sucking job. Yes. Um, and 12 hours is, is nice. Like sometimes it's like 14, 15 hours or longer. Like right. it's, it's not as glamorous as you see. Yes. The actors don't have those long hours. They have breaks, but if you, if you want to start out, go look for those local film schools like and and most universities have a film program so they Mm -hmm. need actors to to do their thesis program you know the thesis projects that's how they graduate they have to do their thesis their thesis is a film and they have to then present that so those are opportunities i'm sure there's universities by where you are that could Mm -hmm. you know they may need you like they're they're exactly what you look like your your type is what they need for their film so right Um, it might, it might just jive that way. And then, you know, and then slowly creating, um, a reel, which is little clips of you actually performing. I don't want to see a TikTok. I don't want to see, like, I've had it where a person's like, they shared me like a bunch of TikToks and I was like, I'm not, it's not under direction. It doesn't have a script. Like it may have a script. I I script stuff out sometimes too, but, um, but it's, it needs to be like not vertical. It needs to be horizontal filmed and it needs to be, you know, something that is, is a film, even if it's a student film, even if it's just one clip and then you can then start to maybe try to do, um, um, trying to think, try to do like maybe some local commercial stuff. You can mm-hmm. like maybe throw your hat in the ring once you've had a little more training because you never know. It's not right. what they want. Yeah. You know, and then, and then the more experience you get, the more moving into it. It's just, it's 99% of the time you're not going to get it. Right. Like if you apply for a hundred jobs, you may get one out of the 99. 
right. out of that hundred. You know, the other ninety nine, you're just they're not going to even call you back. Right. You're not going to even you don't even know. You just send it to the ethos. You know, the eth- mm-hmm. ethos is just like gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I mean, that's that's my training is number one. You know, really looking to the universities to try to get some some things going, and then once you have a clip, make making yourself a little. It's like a highlight reel of you acting. Right. And then when you then when you start to do that, I mean, also I've done when I was first jumped in out of my my big girl job, which I called it before, before I do what I do now, and I just went into strictly acting. I, um, you know, you need to fill in the spaces in between. So I did background work. Okay. Um, I, I'm on a lot of TV shows. Like if you want to, you want to do a little, where's Waldo? There's like, (laughs) you'll see me as a doctor in New Amsterdam or you'll see me, you know, on law and order SVU, I'm playing a cop or, you know, things like that. So those background extra also will give you the idea of what it's like to be behind a camera and certain, um, certain, um, like, back to one, what does back to one mean? Like all the lingo and logo. I did it a lot because I watched the camera. I watched the angles and I watched what they were doing and I watched how they played out their blocking. And it was more for me as like a filmmaker experience as well. I was making some money because I needed a little bit of extra, you know, we hustle. But, Mm -hmm. um, but the one thing I can say is if you are a background actor, you're not, you still need training. (laughs) That's not an act like a back. We, they're more called like background artists because they're mm-hmm. not actors. Um, but that's another way to just get some idea. Cause you, you have to pantomime and you have to kind of portray, you know, right. so it puts you into that environment um, and gets your, your foot in the door of understanding what it's like to be behind a camera. Right. So right. those are some suggestions. I mean, you have to live in hubs where there's mm-hmm. background work available, but they still do movies and films. Um, in all over the world, all over yes. all locations. Yeah. 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 I know our area is actually quite po- popular for TV and movie. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you might actually enough. have fun. Yeah. You might actually like it, it's, it's so I, I would think that they would have film schools then that have those, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And this. film clubs as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break to, do a little ad time for me. That's right. I have to pay the bills on this podcast. Crazy talk. But guess what? I am setting up some content on my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash lesbian speaking. If you go and sign up for $5 a month, you're going to get some exclusive sneak peek stuff on me, my everyday life. Uh, the backside of what I do here on the podcast, and you know what, probably just the dog sitting around. Who knows? But go and check it out. It is patreon.com forward slash lesbian speaking. I mean, here it is. It is barbecue season. And have you been to a barbecue and thought, what are you doing with your meat? Nobody likes to put plain old meat in their mouth. Are you kidding me? You want to spice it up? Get you some Dano seasoning and that will get you some tasty, delicious meat that you really want to put in your mouth. If you want to get some Danos, go to danoseasoning.com forward slash R-E-F forward slash lesbian speaking. Get yours today. Yummy. So when you you talk about um, backstage, the online service, mm-hmm. that's one that um, you pay for to use. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yes. So you looking for a job, you would pay a, I don't remember if it was a monthly or quarterly with that. Do you think that using some, after you've done the training, of course, do you think that using something like that is ultimately worth putting in the dollars for? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know of any free, um, casting that would, you know, the ones that are free casting, I'm not necessarily, you don't necessarily know if it would be worth, you know, doing it, but I know, I know that I think it's actors access is you can look for free, you know, you create the the best, the nice part about backstage is you can create your own portfolio. So you can, Mm -hmm. Oh, and that's another thing. You need a professional headshot. Yeah. You can't just take a selfie. You can't take it. It needs to be a headshot that represents um, exactly if you walk on set, what you're, what they're going to expect to see behind the camera. So when your makeup's full, not overly done, but they want to see you. I've had it where I've cast somebody and over a headshot and they walked in and I was like, 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 I don't know who this person is in this headshot, but that's not you kind of thing. So that's, that's another important thing. So backstage allows you to kind of highlight what your strengths are, create kind of like a resume, put those clips on. Um, so even if you don't have a reel, but you have like a clip from a short film that you've done or something that you could also do a monologue. Um, yes. That's kind of a new thing where you could put the monologue. Me, when I'm looking for certain things, I kind of want to see, cause I'm, casting at a level that's up here. I need to right. see actual footage, but right. if it's a short film and it's you, you know, you, you can do a, I mean, there's so much, mm-hmm. you, if you want to get the acting, I mean, you, you really have to have a good backdrop. You have to have good lighting, yeah. you know, like me right now, this is very distracting. You don't want mm-hmm. to like solid gray. I prefer gray. You can do green screen or blue screen, but they're, they're a little distracting as well. So just like a, like a Jersey gray, like a, like a just plain old gray shirt, gray t-shirt color, um, backdrop, um, good lighting. I mean, ring lighting, rings lights. Okay. I prefer two point lighting or three point lighting. Um, which, so it gets a little pricey. So you have to be willing to, to kind of foot some, some of that out front. Um, actors access, you don't have to pay unless you are applying to the job. So you pay per, per submission. Okay. So yeah, you can pay per year and it's only like 68 bucks for the entire year. And then you don't have to pay per submission, but if you, if you make it worth it and you submit a lot, then great. You know, I think backstage is like $150 for the year. Um, but you do upload your, your, um, your resume and your headshot and all the other clips can all be kind of live there. And I sometimes find people. So for instance, if I needed, you know, a, 40s mask lesbian look with salt and pepper hair and then I would <laughs> look for like that demographic and then I'd right. look and I'd find your face and I I then would reach out to you and say hey Lee I have this part for you that you know I was wondering if you'd be interested in reading for it you know so there's always that opportunity on backstage too so right right yeah yeah so now with with reading getting into that because mm-hmm. we've we've been through this pandemic and in my world, in the accounting world, it's changed quite a bit because of the pandemic to where we do a lot more working from home. We do a lot more video conference. So when you do reading, do you require that to be face-to-face or can you do that over video? It's usually, a, it's like a, um, a video. 
Is it? Like it's, okay. Yeah. Like I just have, this is what I want you to read. I'll send you what we call a side, which mm-hmm. is just a clip of whatever the script is. And then you do, it's an audition. It's a, it's a video audition. So you pretty much record yourself doing it and then you send it, which is great. Cause I remember the days of, you know, having to go into Brooklyn and, mm-hmm. and go in and sit and wait and then do your cold read. Sometimes it's cold read. Sometimes it's not. And, you know, and then when you're done, you're like, what do I do? Yeah. You know? Right. Well, they but still now, portray that in TV and movie where, where you go in and do that. And I'm like, do they yeah. really still do that? <laughs> yeah. They'll do it for major films, like major stuff they want to see because they'll constantly ask. Um, sometimes they'll do callbacks on Zoom. Right. Um, but no, that, you know, once you have an idea of who you want, then, then sometimes that needs to be a face to face. But sometimes you get like a for short film. Sometimes you can get cast right off of a, um, an audition. Like that's what I, that's what I do. I'll ask for them to send me a video audition of them playing a character. And like for one, there's this one character, her name's Cece and she needed to be this sassy, like had to have that understanding of making tension and funniness when there was nothing being said. Right. And I, I had like this, list of actors and it was like I watched these audition tapes and I was like nope 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 and then this one actor I was like oh my god oh thank you so much yeah that's it right there and so like sometimes you get that and then they'll be asked to come back to read um so but but a lot of it's done like you can I can get two or three auditions done in a day sometimes now you know instead of it just being like I have to go here but I right before the pandemic I was in 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 Manhattan going up to the 14th floor waiting in outside and there's all these people getting ready to do a read for miracle grow. You know, like we were all waiting to like go in and read about dirt, right? (laughs) you know? Yeah. So it's nice. The, the self tapes are really awesome. Oh yeah. Especially yeah. going, yeah. Especially going through Manhattan. You're finding, well, you don't take your car. You find you're taking the subway here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I was in the, I was in my car this morning. Like I was, <laughs> I was driving through. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. New mm. Yorkers understand. I get to walk like it. New Yorkers are fine driving in the city. Some people don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I complain about Spokane traffic, let alone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm. <laughs> so what else do you have on the horizon besides the, the short series? Um, <clears throat> well, I'm, I also write for a, <laughs> a kind of ridiculous web series called the Grams. It's like a play on the, um, the golden girls in a way that's a okay. group of friends. Um, but they also have like two, one's a rock star and one's his, his bodyguard. It's, I, I write that. So I have some, some of that I film that's coming up and we're going to launch their new season in like next month. And then, yeah, I'm, I have two feature films I'm writing. Uh, one that's like a really deep drama. It's kind of like my muse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taking me a long time to write it because it's just, I, I've changed some things around and, you know, moving parts and I'm about 70 pages deep into that. Right. Um, and then that short film, the, um, it's called bookstore love. And that is my, that's this working title. Um, but that I have done, the short film is done. So I might, like I said, I'm thinking of filming that and casting that and filming that in like in October. 
um, in hopes to release in, um, a hopes to release in like spring of 2023. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And as an actor, I'm in a feature, I'm in a feature film. I play a supporting role in a feature that starts filming in July. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Called waiting on 420. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah. That's a nice part about doing the producing and directing is that I, I can now not have to hustle to do commercials. I can actually be in a film. Yes. You know, I'd if I'm going to act, I really want to be in a film. I really want to be yeah. in a, a short film, a web, like a series, something narrative instead of that. So yeah, that's, I'm looking forward to, to that stuff coming up. Um, that's great. Yeah. The bookstore love is, is a rom-com. So it's kind of fun okay. and funny and, you know, plays with the, the mom. There's like a, one of that overbearing mother that's clueless and, you know, yeah. Existential crisis. <laughs> you float over different genres yourself as an artist and a writer. Yeah. I'm mostly, there's always comedy. Yes. So it's dramedy or there's dramedy and or um, like rom-com. So right. either romantic comedy or dramedy. But I did like a, um, a psycho thriller during COVID because I needed to just, I was stuck. I was stagnant. I needed mm -hmm. to write something different. And so I wrote this one called um, uh, Loop. And it's like the psycho thriller that you kind of, some people are like, wait, wait, what just happened? And you have to watch it again. And then oh. you start to pick up on things. So it yeah. literally is a loop. Is that what? Yeah. 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 You're literally in a loop. It's a loop. There's a, there's a loop. Yeah. yeah. It was called rip initially, but a lot of people didn't understand what it, it was like a double entendre. The meaning oh. of the name was, it was rip um, as in rest, rest in peace as well as rip. But um, I changed it to loop because it, people, it was like a disconnect. Okay. Like people weren't understanding. So I was like, well, loop maybe is a little more, I got a little too deep on that. So, um, that but is, that, yeah. It's something that you don't think about something as simple as the title to catch people is it takes you probably, I imagine throughout the whole creative process. That's where you say it's a working title because you're going to go back and change it. How many times? <laughs> oh yeah. Like it's really funny. Cause, um, was it Russian doll when Russian oh, yes. doll, is gets cast for the first season. It was black gumball. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to imagine why black gumball. Yeah. No idea. I, Russian doll That's, makes sense because it was something inside of something inside of something, but black gumball. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if it, yeah. So that must be a code word. That's why they it changed be. it though. Cause everybody went, what? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, or it could have just been, they didn't want anybody to know what was actually filming. They do oh, that sometimes too. Yeah. They do that sometimes point. too. You just let yeah. us in on a little secret. You call it something. Yeah. Something else. Yeah, so let me like, ask yeah. you, speaking of that, where you have like, you don't want anybody to know. There are so many times where we see movies come out that seem to be the same movie, just with different actors. And they're coming out within six months of each other. Is that like the whole leak or is that just coincidence? Sometimes it's like the same writer and it's, you know, like Hallmark movies. There's a formula. Right. They oh, have a yeah. formula to their success. Right. And they, it's like, you literally just, you pick the people out and you, you put the new people in and it, uh, 
it's the same story, same plot line, same, you know, so it could be, it could be just the writer. It's got the same writer, writer team that came up with the idea. Um, or it's, I, I wouldn't think it was coincidence. I would think that it had some kind of followed some formula Yeah. and we're, we're just making it work again and trying to make more money on it. And, you know, so that's cheating. <laughs> it's total cheating. Little John Hughes, John Hughes did that like back oh, in the yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he had that formula down. You know, right. Let's, let's have some yeah. ridiculous character and then some really, you know, sweet love storyline. And then, you know, like all these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, a lot of straight movies though. It's all the same. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking about how many, how many queer movies you just forget about. Yeah. And like, you're like, Oh my God, I haven't watched that in forever. And how about mm-hmm. this one? And, um, when there was actually a film we just watched a friend of mine and we were talking about it and there was, you know, like you, you can tell it's directed by not someone who's queer because the set, the sensual, the intimate scenes just played really straight. Yes. Which is not how it is. No, you know, not at no. all. And you just, it just gave you this like, Oh, <laughs> what just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you're just, yeah. That's where it, ha- it happens in a lot of movies that I see anyways. Um, whenever I scroll through and they're like, oh, look, here's your queer movies. And I'm like, okay, let's try this one. And it's it starts out with just the girls going at it. I'm like, no, this is not how it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't just open the movie that way and catch my attention. <laughs> it's not how yes, it works. No. <laughs> well, that's what they think is going to get your attention. But it's, yeah. You know, it, it, so... I mean, that's the hard, that's the hard part about, you know, creating is that, and that's why I think I, I want to, like, I'm longing to finish and to make a feature is because mm-hmm. I just feel like we, we need more. Um, I've been told I write a little too, like that, that, that wouldn't happen. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't it happen? You know, like a little too sweet, like, oh no, people don't, people don't act like that. And I'm like, well, no, I, I'm like, mm. I'm like, I'm actually writing from how I would approach something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, maybe it is a little bit like, you know, people are not always jerks to each other when they first meet. Like someone made a comment about something that they were like, Oh, that would, that no one's ever that nice when they first meet somebody. And I'm like, if they find them attractive, they are <laughs> like, well, you know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. Are these lesbians saying that to you? I get, I think so. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really funny. I'm like, really? Because I I mean, in my experience, um, yeah, if they're attracted to you, then they're overly nice from the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, it's like, whoa, slow it down. Something's really weird about this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, are you really just this nice or you like me? Like, "Mm, I'm just trying to figure this out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's why I find, I find that funny, but, um, yeah, I, I just, I I really just want to continue to create LGBT content. Like that's, the means to the end. And like my, even my partner in the studio, he's like, I want to just make you have enough time to do all your stuff. Good. You know, which is super cool, you know? So then that's, I was like, okay, I'm going to write this web series and make this work, you know? Yeah. Cause I need more stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It would be great if the, the web series was another TV spinoff. I mean, to have real TV shows, um, not just, I feel like we're, we're so stuck on 
you know, the L word and now queer as folk is making a comeback again too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's great. At the same time, we need a new storyline. We need new home, home yeah. characters, whole new actors, right. and everything. And it not to be, um, to me, it, it's just too much of the, uh, uh, Taken the circle, and I have I haven't seen the new Queers Folk. I'm going to put that out there. Um, I have seen some of the new L Word, but I could I couldn't continue it myself because it was the same dynamic and the same group, and even the new characters they brought in had the same feel as the old group. And I'm like, yeah. where am I still represented in this? <laughs> That's how yeah. I felt. There was actually <laughs> watching the L Word. I already finished all of my. My, you know, baggage claimed all the episodes, everything was done. Mm-hmm. And then literally something happened in the L word and I yelled at the TV and I was like, seriously, Eileen Chaikin, like I have to now rewrite my script because people are going to think that I took it from you oh, when no. I already had it written. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I already had it written down and I'm like, oh my God, now I have to rewrite that whole, that whole scene. Yeah. Because it just happened on television. I was like, really? Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. um. That, that's yeah. got to be hard. So that that also ties into where I was saying, where it seems like, you know, it's a similar movie. It's a similar story. And you're saying, no, it's literally just, it can be coincidental. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I didn't change it too much because I was like, damn it. I already had it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I agree with you about, you know, the TV shows. And I, you know, what I find is that there's a lot of TV being created for younger people so like teen dramas and like which that have a little bit more of the um that feel what is it heartstopper is adorable i don't know if anybody's watched heartstopper it's on netflix it's a british show but it's but it's made but it's made it's made for you know kids in there in high school Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of stuff coming out that's made for younger and i think it's you and i are like well we want something that's for us yeah you know, and there's storyline. Maybe I would have made there's storylines. I know like Chicago was it Chicago Fire has a has a lesbian couple mm-hmm. and like a storyline through that, which is nice right. because it's it's it shows it just as everybody else. Like you have right. this couple and you have this couple and these just happen to be two women and this is you know, so it's it doesn't play it as the whole series. It's almost just part of the show, which is nice, which I think is great representation as of lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but having something that is that dynamic of, cause there is always a circle, but there's, you know, like branch out of that circle and it, right. why does it have to be LA? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's not reality. Yeah. You know, and you're so. filming it in Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we right? all know it's Canada. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It is. Yeah. We do need, we need, um, from some other town in some other place. I mean, you have this with uh, straight sitcoms where uh, mm-hmm. here they are living in some small town, like Roseanne, right? Talk about that show running for years in this small town America working in a factory. And it's like, why can't we have that with yeah the queer world? This everyday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like a sitcom situation mm-hmm. comedy that's just kind of plays on that instead right. of having to be this grandiose. Yeah. yeah. And Will and Grace was, was great. Loved it. It was needed at the time. But for me, when they made the comeback and every joke was still a gay joke, a gay joke, a gay joke. I was like, okay, guys, can we just have normal jokes? <laughs> yeah. Like there's such things as just jokes. 
not yeah. just jacks yes <laughs> uh-huh. i see what you did there i know um, jack and karen really were carrying that show <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't even watch the, the, the re-up on it. I watched a couple episodes, but I just was, mm-hmm. I think I felt that same thing where it's like, I've, I've been here before and yep. I'm, I don't really want to revisit. And like, I love Queer as Folk. I remember just, you know, that was like the show I would always watch. Um, oh, yeah. They did it with Tales in the City too, right? They remade Tales yes. of the City. Yes, which um, I didn't watch Tales of the City in, until they did the remake of it. Right. And I actually really liked the original watching it today. I was like, oh, it's still valid. Like, really? Yeah. Um, it did, because it did take that uh, straight female character and put her in with this group of people that she'd never met before. So it really was an introduction to, you know, these gays and lesbians and transgendered and all of that yeah. with a whole new set of eyes. And I, so that yeah. was great about that show is it was super refreshing. And I think mm-hmm. even the, the, the second they did really good about not uh, making it too, I say too gay, but um, where they just focus on the gay story, the gay characters, it really was about the right. community and everybody who lived there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's, and I want that yeah. was an example of it done right. Yeah. And I wonder what they're going to do with like I brought that up because I wonder what they're going to do with queer as folk because, you know, that was that whole thing went on during the whole heighten of the AIDS epidemic yes. and, you know, kind of talked about it and normalized it and made it made people, you know, if they were going to watch it, but just kind of the stories, not normalize it, but like the stories and, and brought that out to the forefront and gave it a little bit more of a, you know, life. But I, I really just don't know what they're going to do now. Like, you know, are, like, who's Brian going to be? <laughs> and is he, you know, and is it, you know, like there's, it just had such an arc that you feel like it kind of, it had its end. It had its, yes. it went through it. It ran its course. Yeah. So. It did. Yeah. It's definitely would have to be a very different storyline. Maybe it'll go yeah. to social media and it'll be. <laughs> Yeah. The effects of being on TikTok. <laughs> yes. Right. I can Possibly. see that. Speaking yeah. of TikTok, who, mm-hmm. who's your favorites? You. No. You crack me up. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. You know what? It's funny. I have not been on TikTok. I got, I had COVID and then ever since that, yeah. I've like just been kind of recovering. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love, like, I love, um, like, I love Elise Myers. Like, I love just content like that that just makes me, you know, like, it's real. Yes. yes. Um, She's an amazing know, someone, storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, I'm relatable because mm-hmm. I was a lot of that. Like, a lot of that was me as a child. So I just, yes. you know. Um, so I would think that, you know, she's one. I do. I have, like, I love um, uh, Kate Cook's. I yeah. love watching Kate. I love watching Kate just cook something. And then she does yes. the, 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 you know, what she's learned through the 40 mm-hmm. years and she just yes. does those quick clips and stuff like that. So that's the kind of TikTok that I like. Yeah. You know, I'll yeah. watch a lot of cooking stuff or I'll watch just relatable things. And I could imagine know. as a writer, you could see the full creativity of that storytelling. So yeah. 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 I, that, that matches. <laughs> yeah. You have that. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm new to TikTok. I just, I always avoided it because I was a school administrator and it was the Mm -hmm. bane of my existence. 
Like yes. I was like, oh, who did what on TikTok now? Or, you know, social yeah. media just was like, you know, they, the kids just ruined it and I ignored it. And then I quit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hightailed it out of there. And then years went by before I actually got onto TikTok. Yeah. And I had an idea. I had, like, I started with just, just talking, mm-hmm. telling some stories. And then I think it gave me an outlet where I don't always have to do a short film, but I could, you know, like when I do my now versus then kind yes. of just bring it up. I just, it was like, I have these ideas and I, I would love to do sketch comedy stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I love those yeah. now versus then where you're <laughs> talking to yourself and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I've done some where they were like, got tons and tons of views and I have ones that I think are like the best and they got like, they don't get a lot of views. And I'm like, that was a funny one. It's always that I spend hours making this thing and doing it perfect and doing it right. And it gets 200 views. And then I have this thing where I just get on there really quick and say, oh, and then it's 20,000 views. I'm like, yeah, you're like, okay, algorithm. (laughs) Yeah. It makes no sense, but here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny too, because it's like the trends. I don't ever, I'm like, Oh, that's a trend. You know? Yes. Like I, yeah. But, I feel like we have to do the trends just to keep on the radar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We tried to do a trend as I, we started, a friend of mine started another YouTube channel called generation gap Oh. where okay. I, I, I came out in 94 and she came out of the womb in 94 because she's, she's young. So we talk about the differences of like when I was younger and I'm like how she sees things and how I saw things when, you know, like, and we just kind of have this like disagreement or agreement based off of these, you know, we haven't done a lot because it's hard to get together to do those. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, we tried to do a trend, you know, the word like she's a nine, but she, you know, she burps in public. And yeah. you say what she goes, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And we, we just, we just couldn't do it because we were just laughing too much because the answers was, and I'm like, no, you have to answer. You have to like, give me a number. And it was just mm-hmm. like, okay, I give up. I give up. <laughs> Sometimes but, those are the funnest to watch though. Yeah. <laughs> I have it on it. draft. I have draft and I'm like, I think I'm going to post it. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. no, you seriously. And she's like, oh, she's a 15. And I'm like, a 15? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I can't um, wait to see that How How Gay Are You series to come out. Oh, (laughs) yeah, 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 I'm excited. It's funny, like, when I first did it, I was like, oh, I think a a friend of mine was talking, and they're like, God, you're gay. You know, like, and I had to, (laughs) I was like, "What what do you mean? She's like, well, you have a lot of tools, you drive a Subaru, like, you also have a Jeep, and you... You know, you played softball and like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, okay. like, and I had to, to pare it down to like three minutes was really difficult because mm-hmm. I had to talk to myself. So, but that was fun. It was really fun to have you on there. I'm excited and looking forward to maybe this next week doing some of those edits. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So what about you? Who's your, who's your favorite TikTokers? Who's my favorite? Well, I do. Uh, Melissa and I actually connected my beginning of TikTok. So she's always been a. A favorite of mine, but we've, you know, gained a friendship. I also like, like little Nas X, love his stuff. Like, I feel whenever I see him, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy that he gets to be him at his age and yeah, <laughs> things like yeah. that. I really love. It's just puts a smile on my face to see awesome. such big yeah. stars and creators and that how he did it on social media and went against the norm. So there's a lot yeah. of the favorite creators for me that are like that. Just Awesome. Yeah. It's a whole new world. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's great. I'm glad I I got onto TikTok because that's how you and I connected. So yes, I, I yeah. appreciate you having me a part of that series, and that's what. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It's super fun. Any any words of wisdom to leave anyone uh, within the the film industry? Yeah, I would. You know, don't underestimate the ability. Like, don't underestimate how much. Um, passion and hard work can make your dreams become reality. But having said that, like understanding that failure is part of that whole journey. And when you leap, make sure that there's, you're creating a safety net for yourself, but not in the regards of that it's inhibiting you from really reaching and going but being there so that if you do fall and falter, it's not going to ruin everything you ever worked for before that and make you like totally turned off. And so like, yeah, wanting to be a movie star and all this is people say, I want to be an actor. I want to do this and make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Like passion, like artists are passionate. Like I, I act to act. I don't act because I makes me money or, you know, like it's great when I, I'm cast in a feature film and I'm, I get paid for it, but it's not about that. I could get, I could, you know, I could honestly just do it for doing it. Like it's the art of it. You know, we act, actors act. So if you want to be an actor, make sure you're, that's why, right. you know, cause it, pl- cause it plays on screen. And if you want to be a writer, you know, just, we tell ourselves stories a lot that are bullshit, <laughs> you know? So, you know, just if, I always said I was not a writer because I was a math and science geek. Oh, I'm not a writer. I always had issues writing. And then I finally just was like, you know what? That's bullshit. I am a writer. I'm going to write. I have stories in my head that need to come out. And, you know, for whatever level, it doesn't always have to be on YouTube and accessible to, you know, millions of people. It could just be something that you do for you. Um, and if passion and drive and it's your dream and any little level of success, whether it a big or small, it, you know, just, that's why you do it. And your passion will, you know, that would be my, you know, my, my words of wisdom, even though that was very all over the place, but that's how my artist brain works. Right. So, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, it's with passion and drive and making good choices, but don't, don't stifle your dreams. And if, you know, any little bit of success is success, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a monetized YouTube channel. It could just be, you're getting it out there and, you know, five people liked it. That's that's five more people than got to see it the last time. So yeah, yeah. that, that resonates with me because that's like my podcast, right? I don't have a huge following, but words are getting out. Things are happening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that can tie over to so many different that career fields and whatever your passion is. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every, every little piece of success is what it's worth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's nourishing. That's like a good word that I can think of it. It nourishes an aspect of you that allows for other things. Like once you start to nourish one side of it, you start to find that other things start to kind of yes. get grow from that, from that standpoint. And, yes. you know, we all have it inside us. And I think we've society has stifled it in a lot of people because it's, you have to do this and you have to do that and you have to. And so like when I left my job, people thought I was crazy. Like, what do you mean you're leaving the stable environment to like become a what to do Mm -hmm. a what, you know, but, um, 
it, it, it all make, it all works out for whatever reason. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't mean that you have to give up on, you know, I would still be acting if I, this wasn't actually my job. Right. You know, I was able to, I was able to make it into my, my profession, but, and, but if, if I wasn't, I'd still be doing it. I'm not going to yeah. let it, I'm not going to let all that, those, you know, stop me from what I'm doing. So, right. but yeah, nourish that part of you. Yes. Don't be afraid. Don't listen to people. If I listened to all the haters throughout my entire life, I'd be a completely different human. Yeah. So, yeah. So true. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sue, so much for yeah. taking the time. This was fun. Everybody, please go check out when it's launched. Watch for it. Baggage Claimed. Make sure that you're following Sue on the social medias, the TikToks, the Instagrams. So when it's launched, you will see it. And I will certainly post about it when I see it coming out too. So Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's under my production company called New Wind Productions. New Wind Productions. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was such a good time. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. If you're anything like me, you despise touching the gas pump. I mean, think about it. People are running all over town, doing all sorts of things. Maybe they're working on cars and changing tires, or maybe they're changing their kids' diapers, or maybe they're just going around and touching things that everybody else did. And then they're putting their hands on the gas pump. And now you have touched everything that they have touched all throughout the day. Well, guess what? There is something that can help you with this problem, and it's called the Pump Pal. What is a Pump Pal? Well, I'm glad you ask. It is a glove that has a magnet in it so you can stick it inside the door of your gas tank. You can stick your hand right in there, pull the pump, not touch a thing. Keep your hands nice and clean, spick and span. And guess what? It is made from the silicone that you can clean when you get home. And you can keep it sanitized and you don't have to worry about touching all the muck and bringing it home. So get your pump, pal. All you have to do is go to the link in this episode, click on it, get yours today, get one for your friends, get one for your family. Everybody needs this thing. Be safe, be clean, and get your pump, pal. For episode ideas or to be a guest on the podcast, please send an email to lesbianspeaking at gmail.com. To support this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash lesbianspeaking. For $3 a month, you get a shout out. And for $5 a month, you get a shout out as well as access to an interactive chat with myself and other listeners. To place an ad on this podcast, please email lesbianspeaking at gmail.com. Lesbian speaking can also be found on Instagram, so be sure to go and give a follow.